Well, what is up, everybody? Huh. You know, I mistimed my music so terribly there. Let's try that one more time. Well, what is up, everybody? If I told you what just happened and why the music didn't play, it would be super embarrassing. <laughs> hey! Doing this one from the hotel room. Mohegan Sun. Doing comics this weekend. Um, Yeah, man. Happy to be back with you guys. I know this is dropping a little later in the week than usual. But I'm going to do this one. And then I'm going to do another one on Monday. Uh, because that's, that's the type of motherfucker I am. Uh, also, about... Three minutes from now, I'm going to turn on the Facebook Live. And, um, oh, sometimes burps are just so terrible. Good Lord. It's like, and I hate to start the podcast off on this note, but it's like, hey, damn, there's something good. It's like, hey, uh, that burp is burping up something that, like, from... From like 2004. Why did it wait so long? Anyways. That was not me telling you something good. Facebook Live is going to join us here pretty soon. Um, So you'll hear me answering questions and stuff over there. But in the meantime, it is me and you, my friends. uh, Back to the original, the fairly normal. Not doing, uh, you know, not talking Prince and the Wolf right now. Although, if you aren't listening to Prince and the Wolf, which is my podcast that I'm doing with Freddie Prince Jr., you should. It's a really fun, good time. That dude is funny. Funny. It's good stuff. So, please, if you are around and looking for another podcast, Prince and the Wolf is the one to do. I am about to. Start the Facebook Live right now. Um, and hopefully, you guys will enjoy it as much as me. I am, um, I'm going to start reading the questions that you guys asked uh, right now. Oh, guys, last night. Okay. So, last night. And by the way, I can't believe I didn't do... What's up, Facebook Livers? Hey, how you doing? Hi, how are you? Welcome to a fairly normal. Last night, I uh, oh, I forgot I'm wearing. You ever um, pick up a, like an article of clothing out of your closet or whatever, and you're like, where? I forgot where this came from. I have a hat that says Blaze, and I'm wearing it right now. And I just noticed that it's in the, uh, I can see it on my screen. I also, you know what's weird? I was in my other room, and I'm like, all right. And I was wearing a whatever shirt. And um, I was like, nah, I'm going to put on a different shirt because I know I'm going to be doing Facebook Live. But, like, you guys have never seen me. I'm also wearing sweatpants. The Facebook Livers can see it. You never see me. I never leave the house in sweatpants. Like, unless, what's up, Logan? Unless, I don't know why, because I'm not the most dress-up dude in the world. I'm not, I know I'm not uh, surprising any of you when I tell you that. Um, but I'm not the most dress-up dude in the world. Uh, but I mean, you know me, I own like jeans and jeans and jeans and, but I, there's like no way in the world I would leave the house 
wearing sweatpants. Even if I like go, I don't know why. Like, I, I, isn't that weird? Like, that's the line that I draw. I would never wear sweatpants out of the house. Fuck no. Unless I'm going to the gym. And I would never wear flip-flops ever, ever. Like, ever. Hey, what's up, everybody? Um, yeah, no shorts. I don't wear sweats. And I don't wear shorts, man. I don't, I just don't. Like, I don't, I don't know why. I just don't think it's, mm -mm. Now, to be fair, the shorts, at this point, when I first stopped wearing shorts, it's not for the same reason why I don't wear them now. Now I don't wear them because, like, you know, I'm so pale, like, I'm so pale that I'm, like, a light blue. You know, that kind of, uh, can't show off the cock too much as a married guy. That, I mean, by the way, for those of you listening, I'm reading comments on Facebook Live. Um, yeah, I don't know that I would wear shorts to show off my cock. Is that a thing? Is that what people are doing? They're wearing shorts to show off their cocks? Huh. I um, I don't. But right now, I'm so like I'm so pale, like I'm like a light blue, and I'm starting to get a couple of veins I don't like, and uh. My legs are just skinny as shit. What do I wear to the gym? Jeans? No, no. Sweatpants. That's the only time I wear a sweat. Long pants. Sweatpants. Sweatpants to the gym. Sweatpants playing basketball. Sweatpants boxing. Sweatpants, sweatpants. Nobody wants to see me in shorts now. Like now, I admit the reason, one of the reasons I don't wear them is because it would just be bad. Like I don't, I could be on the surface of the sun. My legs are not getting any darker than the light blue they are right now. It's like a it's like a real nice, like, light sky blue. Uh, leggings, I, I'll tell you something right now. I put on a pair of yoga pants not too uh, long ago. Those are comfortable as shit. Oh, my Lord. They should make, like, if, if I knew jeggings, like, if I knew a pair of jeans could be as soft as yoga pants, you got to be able to do that. Make me a pair of jeans that soft. That would be amazing. Um, I learned a lesson today, everybody. I learned a lesson today. Uh, oh, that's a terrible angle. I learned a lesson today. What's up, Syracuse? Um, you know, I was, I had a morning where I got up earlier than I wanted to get up. And, uh, you know, I was, I was planning on sleeping in and because I was tired, I was kind of grumpy. And then somebody this morning just struck me the wrong way. Rogan wears stretchy jeans. No, Rogan's just a big dude. I think everything that he puts on stretches a little bit. Um, uh, and, you know, so it was just one of those mornings where I was a little touchy. Okay. And then I um, I ordered some room service. Um, and by the way, I'm going to take you Facebook Livers on a little tour of the room. It's fucking really nice. Um, so, and, and she came in and, um, you know... For the second day in a row, they forgot the two things that I, I wanted hot sauce, like a little bottle of hot sauce that they have with the eggs and um, some oatmeal. And uh, yeah, oh, they he wears barbell denim. They're stretchy. Okay, I'll take your word for it. Where am I right now? I'm in, I'm in my hotel room. Um, and uh, thank you, Jessica. So I... Uh, she forgot him and she started to just get into like why they weren't there and do I really need them and all this stuff. And I started to snap at her a little bit and I caught myself because 
I always, you know what? It was a good lesson for me to, to remember that not to pull people into your mood. Not to pull people into your mood. Thank you, Jessica, for saying I was funny in Austin. I appreciate it. That is so important not to pull. It's not, she didn't, she didn't, it had nothing to do with these seven things earlier in the day that got me to the point where I wasn't, where I wasn't feeling great. So I, I felt bad that I was starting to take my mood out on her. And I, I, I really do try to, this one thing, guys, during the day when you're walking around, um, just remember that the people that you encounter have nothing to do if you're in a bad mood. They get nothing to do with why you're in a bad mood. Most of them. If they do have a, re- like, if they are the reason, then fucking lay into them. Yoga pants for men on Shark Tank. I agree with you, Joanna. Um, Anthony, I would love to do Rogan's podcast, but it's completely up to Joe. So, but don't take, remember that those people had nothing to do with why you're in a bad mood. It's so important that, you know, and a lot of times I also remember that like in when I was like, okay, she had nothing to do with my bad mood. And then I started to think, why am I still in a bad mood? That is over. Like whatever happened earlier is over. The dude, the person who annoyed me fucking over i'm already ian abercrombie uh thanks you ian dude good to see you man um yeah man so what why 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 and and it's just like when you get offended by things um you know obviously some things you're gonna be offended but it's your really your choice at the end of the day it's really your choice and i have to tell you i just did a podcast with somebody, I'm not going to tell you who, and I and I went into a um, word, a derogatory word that a group is being called. I'm not going to get into it because I, I honestly, this is the first time I can remember. I texted her last night, and granted, I was a little, a little high, but I texted her last night and said, "Will you go back and listen to that part of our interview and let me know if I come off sounding like an asshole?" And I, and I, this is the only time I've ever done an interview and thought about maybe going back and saying, will you take that out? Not be, I don't know how I got onto this topic. I know you guys think that my memory that happens only when I'm high. Not true. I've had so many concussions. Like my short term memory is not good. I don't remember why I got into that topic. Shit. I have to tell you, if I'm being honest with you guys, it's super scary to me. Fuck. My memory thing is super scary. What's up, Joe? My memory thing is super scary. Oh, yeah, 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 okay. Karen, thank you. Sometimes we give other people too much power over our moods. We also give people too much power over words, everybody. Okay? So it's it's up to you whether you want to be offended by things that I say. It's up to you whether you want that word, right? So as soon as I know that a word bothers you, then I also know that that word can help me kind of control you. Does that make sense? Like you're automatically now controlled by a word that I'm saying. Is that is that how we want to go through it? Now look, I know I'm oversimplifying it a little bit. And there are some words that are vile and terrible. But everything else, just remember that if, if I know as a younger brother, sometimes, yeah, as a younger brother, if I know I can do something to bother you and it's a word, Oh, and I want to bother you, I'm going to fucking bother the shit out of you. I mean, are you kidding? So just remember, everybody, okay? And let me get back to, I ha- you have MS and you have no memory. 
my memory shot, and I've, I've said this before, I think. The other thing that scares the shit out of me is that a lot of times, like when I pause um, for conversation or I... Or it seems like I can't remember a word. I remember it, guys. The best way I can explain it to you is I can see it. I know the word. I can hear it in my fucking head. It just never makes it to my mouth. And it just... I have never admitted it to really the family, but it scares the shit out of me a little bit. I just... You know, when I when I talked... I remember in an early podcast, I talked with Tony Jeff Tony Jeffries about it, the boxer. And um, I'm not going to a doctor because I'm scared what the doctor will find. But at the same time, I should probably know. You're only offended by a couple of words, and they are offensive words. Yeah, yep. But it's funny also. Some words weren't offensive 10 years ago, and now they are. Now, some words were always offensive. We just, those groups just didn't have a big enough voice to let everybody know how offended they were. But some words, you know, I just go by intent, guys. I always go by intent. Look, if there are 10 people, and all of them could call me a Jew, right? And I don't know that I'd be offended. Maybe I would. I don't know. But it would definitely, I wouldn't be offended by all 10 because I could tell by the intent of some of them that they don't mean, you know, Jew as in get in the oven, Jew. They just mean, hey, Jew. You know, I had a neighbor's father who used to call me the little Jew kid. And guess what? I was the little Jew kid. You do that all the time and then you start acting it out. Senior charades. Oh, I, but I don't want to do that. I don't want to do senior charades. All right, let me get to some of your questions. Uh, all right. Oh, that is super confusing. Okay. Um, question number one. Uh, if I could be in my 20s again, would I want to be? No. No fucking, maybe 29, but early 30s. What's up, everybody? Hey, trouble. Okay. Uh, May 30s. I think I go 30s, but early. Tw- I don't want to be 20s. I didn't know shit. And not only that, 20s, you got no money. I mean, you're eating ramen. And, you know, I, I have to tell you, part of me loved that about that part of my stand up. I remember used to I used to go to this place called the Hurricane Cafe with Brody Stevens and a guy named Tana Manu in Seattle and we after that's better we would uh yeah than last night and that but but that would um thank you Ellen yeah I look more alert than last night yeah because I was high as fuck last night uh but we used to go to my early 20s I mean the thing I miss about the comedy part of it is that you know there was a camaraderie and and an energy and a I don't know that fucking thing that was burning inside of you to get after your set and to go to a a 24-hour diner when you had three dollars and buy a cup of coffee and make sure you had a one dollar left to tip and you sat there and you wrote and i liked that part about the 20s i you know there was something about the no responsibility although i did have responsibility because i had the kids at a very young age but but do i meditate page i wish i did i that's the one thing i really want to do um i'm doing so many yeah being offended as a state of mind is totally possible to turn the mended emotion off. It, I don't know if you can turn it off completely, Charles, but you can start to train your brain. But yeah, dude, guys, I miss it. That's the thing about I miss about the 20s is that everything was kind of new. Do you know what I mean? I, li- I miss the newness a little bit, if I'm being honest with you. And the excitement about everything and the lack of responsibility was kind of nice. 
But the 30s, man, is when, for me, it was the combination for me of I felt like I was sure of who I am, which is important to me. And my body felt good and looked pretty good. Um, and then career-wise, I, I, things were starting to pick up. So for me, 30s. 20s, I looking back, I was dumb as shit. And also, pre-kids, not the best guy in the world. At 34, your life has never been better. Good, Tina. Yeah, pre-kids, guys. I don't know that I'm hanging out with pre-kid Josh Wolf. I don't know how much I like that dude. That dude... That dude enjoyed uh, chasing vagina and, um, well, that's it, chasing vagina. And I I love the 30s too, Mark. And so, and it was, I don't know how good of a guy he was. I, 20s Josh was always a good friend. I will say that, always a good friend. But I don't know how great he was to the people he was dating. And, and that kind of bothers me looking back on it. I, I wish I... I wish I could send some apologies to some people. Um, Mixtape story. Thank you. Uh, but, you know, what are you going to do? I think I think I have apologized actually to two people. Not to guys. Listen, I wasn't like douchey McDoucherson, but I wasn't the best guy. So that I think for me, that's why I wouldn't go back to my 20s. Um, so, uh, guys, one of my fucking crazy pet peeves today. I'm in the elevator. There was two of us in the elevator. Now, people in elevators, sometimes it's packed, you can't help it. But people in elevator who aren't paying attention, they tend to invade your personal space a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, you get like, like, oh, they, they stand in front of you and it's like you can smell their hair or something. Uh, so I started doing a lot of peas. I, I know he could feel the, the, the pea spit. Pea spit? We gonna go with that pea spit? Maybe he could feel the pea spit coming out of my mouth. That sounds terrible. The letter pea spit. I'm moving on. Anyways, the pet peeve in the elevator. Oh, that drives me fucking crazy. And I was doing a lot of passive aggressive puh and tuh. Dude didn't even budge. I could see his hair moving. That's how close he was to my fucking mouth. I could see his hair moving. What a crazy pet peeve that is for me. I hate that. Um, all right. Another quote with the question, uh, uh, feel free to ignore. My, okay. Another question. Uh, I've never, no, I've never taken in any of the furniture that I find on the side of the street. It's just fun. Um, these are some Trump and politics questions and I'm trying not to get into everybody. Best parenting advice, that, but I will get back to it, that a parent with a young child can do now or as they grow up kids, keep kids out of trouble when they're teenagers. Well, you want to know what my theory on kids is. My theory is is, is your kid is born 97% as good as they can be. Now, every kid is different and they have different capacities for whatever, but they're, they're born 97%. And I think a parent's job is not to fuck that up. I think it's less about teaching and more about not fucking it up. Because the truth is, if you're a good person, if you're a good person, okay, elevator rides with people start conversations, I hate it. If you're a good person, you don't have to give the speech, the rah-rah speech, and this is what you need to do, because they are going to watch you 
and learn how to be a good person. I said this a million times. I wish the one thing that somebody had told me early on as a parent was they don't learn anything by your life is this. This is what you can expect speech. They learn by watching you. So if you're talking about being a good person and respecting women or respecting men or being good to other people and you're an asshole, you're going to raise an asshole. No matter what, you're going to raise an asshole. Now, at the same time, guys, you can be the best person in the world and you can provide the best example in the world. And some kids are just out of their fucking minds. And that is and all you can do is that you hope that at, when they go out of their minds, they come back to what you showed them initially. My best example of that is Mormons. Take it easy, Mormon folks. Look, you know, in uh, we went to anybody who's known Mormons and seen them for the first time when they get out of the house. You know. They go crazy. There was a Mormon girl that I knew that had never been out of the house before. You know what I mean? And the you know, first week I knew her, she was drinking like a fish. She had anal sex with somebody in a gorilla costume on Halloween. Why? Because she... It, it was like somebody had put a lid on her and they let it go and all the fucking boiling water came out. But she is back to what her parents had initially taught her. You just hope they come back. You know, everybody needs to rebel. Everybody was, you remember being young. You remember your parents, you thinking your parents don't know dick from shit, which is a crazy saying. You got to know, you got to be able to know dick from shit. Don't you? I mean, dick from shit. Some assholes end up with great kids. Yep. Yeah. Some assholes. Guys, look, it's not a perfect science. And that's why I say with all these books, fuck the books. Fuck the books. Do I really have Mormon followers? I don't, Ellen. But this was when I was younger. I, I knew them personally. Is that you? <laughs> All I'm saying is fuck the books and your parent. Fuck them. Those are out there to make you feel bad about yourself and buy into all that shit. You know, there was somebody that we went to preschool with. And Jacob, um, Jacob was not an early verbal part kid. He wasn't. He was physical, but he wasn't early verbal. And there was another young boy who was not verbal early either. And the mother was going crazy, 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 crazy. About why, and the book says, the book made her feel bad about her kid, which in turn, she passed that down to the kid. You pass it down to your kid. When you're nervous around your kid all the time, or you're just like all that, the kid picks up on it, guys. They pick up on it. You don't have kids? Charles, yeah, but that's your theory too? Cool. No parent is perfect. Exactly. You're never going to be perfect. And by the way, for every good thing you do for your kid, for every pot, there is a negative reaction look for you to be like hey you know i'm my kids are structured we have them on bed in time we, they do eat the food every time at this day at the same time and uh, that's good so your kid is going to be disciplined and regiment at the same time the opposite reaction to that is i bet your kids gonna be stiff as fuck i bet your kid if if something goes wrong or something is off base or off schedule later in life or even now for your kid they're gonna, not going to know how to deal with it positive with a negative Everything. There isn't... Look, Jacob is great around grown-ups. Great around grown-ups. He really is. I had him around grown-ups a lot because he was with me. But because of that, it took him a while to adjust to how to be around people his age. Guys, fuck, relax. Let those shoulders drop. You're never going to be perfect. Love your kids. That's it. Love them. Show them how to be good people. That's all you can do. That's all you can do. Love them. Teach them empathy. Show them how to be good people. And move on. 
I should write a book. I did write a book. It's called It Takes Balls, Dating Single Moms and Other Confessions from an Unprepared Single Dad. It's on Amazon. Go get it, Lisa. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Those parenting books make you, they make it seem like if your kid doesn't hit this at this age, that you did something wrong. No. And who the fuck are you? Let me meet your kids. Let me, I love the parenting advice. Let me meet your kids. Okay. I will tell you this. Nora, why do you want to see the room so badly? As on Facebook live, Nora keeps writing, show me the room. What do you want to see for the room? I can show you the room. Um, well, thank you, Aaron. Yeah, guys, so don't put that shit. Experts, fuck you. Fuck you and your expert parenting tip. Fuck you. Let me meet your fucked up kid. That's it. And don't let them make them feel bad. Raise a good person. Show them how to be good people. Show them how to love. Show them how to be compassionate. That's it. Yeah, don't hover. Don't hover around your kid. I'm going to tell you why you shouldn't hover. This is the... Look, you know... I know this was not, you know, when Jacob was young also, we'll use the example. Um, the, I hated the use your words, use your words when you're in the playground, use your words, use your words. Uh, how am I feeling about Prince and the Wolf, Michael? I think it's the podcast is fucking great. I, I hope everybody listens to it. Hey, guys, or go tell your teacher. Go tell your teacher. No, don't tell your teacher. And when you hover around your kids, by having your kids tell teachers all the time, and by you hovering, what you're doing is you're taking away the kid's ability to solve problems by themselves. To, you, you're taking away critical thinking and their ability to solve problems by themselves. They don't need you to circle. When you're at the playground, don't follow your kid a foot behind. Not only that, they're always going to expect you to be there. They're always going to reach up with their hand for you to pick them up. That's not good. That's not. Then when they are alone, they're going to be fucking scared. You got to let them fall. You got to let them get up by themselves. You know what? If someone pushes them down, you have to see how they solve that problem. You have to. You can't run over as a grown-up and chastise a fucking four-year-old. You can't. Your kid gets pushed down. See what happens. See how your kid solves the problem. But you have to let them start doing that shit. Uh, they got to live life to learn how it works. Tina, that is correct. Oh, Nora, I'm going to show the room. Don't worry. I just let me wait. Let me finish up the podcast. Because um, when I turn off the podcast, then I'll have just you Facebook livers and we'll walk around the room. Um, best parenting advice. I right, just answered that one. Family gardener. Oh, what'd you miss? Heavenly Schmidt. I like that name. You missed a lot. You missed a lot. Uh, family gardener writes on the fa- on my Instagram. Would like to hear a list of beans, greens, nuts, and seeds you ate during your month of cleansing. Cleansing, just listen to the Ben Greenfield podcast, and that shit was off the charts. We'll probably need to listen a few more times. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Or woman. Uh, I appreciate it. I had a great time with Ben. By the way, I tried those cold showers. Good God. That is no fucking joke, everybody. Uh, Heaven or Doyle. I agree kids need to learn how to problem solve themselves. They do. It's so important. Problem solving, critical thinking. Okay, the beans, greens, nuts, and seeds. Well, it's just that. Uh, I went and got uh, canned any type of bean you can think of. Um, I bought tons of greens, and I was basically eating most of them raw. Um, but do you mean like how the diet went? Okay, I can tell you. In the morning, I would wake up, as most people do in the morning, and that is the only time I would 
veer off of this diet. Now, I didn't at the beginning, at the beginning, I stuck to it. Towards the end, like the last 15 days, I started to add in um, oatmeal and shit. Can we agree to put Reginald to rest? That dude is scary as hell. Joanna, no. Reginald's coming back. Um, so, but I would do a vegan protein with some almond milk starting off. Uh, no fruit. Not That didn't come to later. So vegan protein with uh, almond milk. I would put almonds in there. I would put flaxseed in there. I would put kale in there. I would squeeze lemon juice in there. What am I forgetting? Um, I slice some ginger. I put some ginger in there. I put some amino acids in there because if you're not eating uh, meat, you do need um, your aminos. And that would be breakfast. Um, And then, look, the truth is, okay, the truth is, is that, you know, you're hungry. And when you're vegan, I understand why people think they're annoying because they're fucking so hungry all the time. All they can talk about is what they want to eat next. That's what I, I was hungry all the time. But when I wasn't hungry, my body felt so good. No, I was too, too thin. But I would eat that. And then so I ate a lot of nuts, a lot of seeds. So a snack I would do is I would do like celery with almond butter. And then for I would have like a, uh, again, some beans, like a black bean. I, I would eat some quinoa if push came to shove, even though maybe I wasn't supposed to. But I would have beans, raw greens, and nuts in some form or another at every meal. And I will tell you, uh, my number twos were like, I didn't even need to wipe. I'm not kidding. This is not trying to be gross, but it, they, the, my poop just shot out. <laughs> That's the noise. man. <laughs> Kevin Kemper. You didn't miss it. What's up, man? Um, but it's not easy because your body, it becomes so efficient with the food. There's so much fiber involved that, your body burns it, but flies through it. I, I mean, I'm not the type of dude that is going to show my abs right now, but I'm just telling you, at my age, there's no reason for me to have abs. But the reason I have abs is because I'm just careful about what I put in my mouth. Guys, that's what it is. And you know what else? You got to stop comparing yourself if you're out there um, to the people you see on magazines or... The actresses or actors you see in movies and TV. Their job is to be in shape. Look, I'm in pretty decent shape. I'm not in good cardiovascular shape, if I'm honest with you. And I don't have a lot of muscle. I just don't have a lot of fat. So it looks like I have muscle. Um, But don't compare yourself to these motherfuckers. One, a lot of those guys and women have a ton of dough, which means private chef, private trainer. Most of us don't have that. Two, they train specifically for that cover or that movie. That's not what they look like walking around. Three, they're part of their jobs is to be in shape. Don't do that to yourselves. Don't just think to yourself, what's my goal? If your goal truly is to look like fucking Scarlett Johansson in the Avengers, good on you. But that is not easy. It's not easy. So if I were you, I would set happiness and realistic goals. And uh, for what you want yourself to look like. And remember not to compare yourself to other people. In life in general, don't compare yourself to other people. You can't. It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't help you at all. Um, so anyways, I, am, uh, I think that's it for questions. I didn't get too many. Um, oh, somebody asked about, am I scared of my future in Trump America? I'm not. 
I'm I refuse to first of all I refuse to give in to any kind of fear. Um and I think it's going to be I think the fear I think people's fears how how do I put this in English? I don't even know how to put it in another language for sure, but I think what people are scared of is worse than what will actually happen. Does that make sense? Your fear is is worse than the reality. Reality's not great in my mind. You know, I think we're in for some interesting times. And I will say this about the guy, man. Uh campaign promises were important to him, apparently. And I will say this too, man. I mean, I think you guys know me to be as fair as I I I can be. This fucking thing today about if he photoshopped his hand to make it who gives a fuck if anybody photo guys that's where we want to pick our battles that's what we want to jam up our timelines and have fucking cnn report on his photoshopped hands stop it stop it it's stupid it's so stupid it's so 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 stupid there's so many other things to fucking worry about let's worry about this person who's going to be in charge of our the our kids education let's talk about that Guys, this is to me where everything needs to start. You're scared of things generally that you don't know a lot about. One of the reasons we're so fucking scared of Trump is we don't know what's going to happen. So your mind races. You're like, I'm a fucking scared, right? If you'd gotten, if we had gotten Jeb Bush, we wouldn't have been scared because we would have known what was coming. If we had gotten Clinton, we wouldn't have been scared. We would have known what was coming, right? Fear of the unknown is what gets you. Um... Oh, I forgot why I started down that path. Damn it, everybody. This is really happening a lot to me today. Fear. Well, hopefully somebody on Facebook Live can remind me. At least someone agrees about what? Yes, much of what he tweets is a distraction. Um, I don't know if he's keen enough to be tweeting for distractions, but, I, I mean, I think he's... I think he's a very, this is not like a negative. I think he's a very sensitive guy about what, excuse me, what people think about him. Am I coming back to Charlotte? Yes, I am. I'm super excited. I think it's June. I fucking love going to Charlotte. Um, I'm planning on gambling tonight down at the Mohegan Sun. It always makes me laugh when I hear, I see like high roller tables and people call that gambling. That's not gambling. If you have $100,000 to bet, you're not gambling. That just means it's exp- if you If you bet $50, otherwise known as your cable bill, that's fucking gambling. But the dude who's, you know, walks away from the table losing $100,000 and is fine, that's not gambling. That's just reckless. You know what I mean? I, it, listen, I don't have that kind of money, but I could never sit at a high rollers table. I couldn't. Because, so... I'm sure he's people like that aren't happy if they win 500 bucks, right? Am I coming to Atlanta, Joe? I was just there, brother, but I'll be back hopefully soon. Um, so people who sit like, uh, what was I saying? I don't remember. I don't remember. Um, I don't remember. Okay, everybody. So Facebook Livers. Oh, gambling. Well, forget it. Facebook Livers. You're going to stay with me and we're going to uh, take a look at the room. Fairly normal people. This is what I wanted to tell you. This is one of the things I want to tell you. This podcast is now officially going to be 
almost what I've always wanted it to be, which is more like a diary. I, I'm going to be doing the Prince and the Wolf podcast, which I fucking love, everybody. I also am going to be doing a, a podcast every other week with my buddy Adam Ray. Yeah, Christy, I will be in Cincinnati in two weeks. Um, hey, Fernando. Uh, and so Good Call will be doing a lot of sports. And Jonathan Coachman just did uh, uh, an episode with us. And Michelle Beadle's doing one. We got some other people doing it. It's going to be a fucking shit ton of fun. Um, oh, high roller tables. Yeah, I'll get back to that. Um, but uh, And then this was I was like, well, that seems like too much for people too many options, you know, for me to ask you to listen to this podcast and this podcast. And so what this is going to be fairly normal is I decided it's almost going to be more like a diary. Uh, it's going to be like a journal. I am going to, yeah, I'm, I'll get back to the high roller table. Thank you. Um, I'm going to, some, some of these podcasts are going to be 10 minutes. Some might be a minute and a half. Some might be 30 minutes. It's just going to be thoughts and ramblings of Josh Wolf. And um, because I think we're going to be doing interviews on Good Call. I mean, I'll still do some interviews. Like I'm gonna, have, I'll have my buddies on, you know. So I'll have my buddy Joey Diaz on, and um, and so this is what it's going to be. It's going to be more of a diary for me. Uh, I, if I'm being honest with you, you know, the fairly normal numbers aren't crazy high. They're good, but they're not crazy high. I just have very loyal people. And so I'm I'm super open to hearing what you guys think about that idea. If if you guys still want to hear me interview some people, I enjoy interviewing people, but I don't know how far out of my box that I'll go. I think I'll stick with my friends and family. I want it to be more personal and we'll see. It's 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 just going to be a little more flowy. Uh and so the good call and Prince and the Wolf. Prince and the Wolf is every week, good call is every other week, and then there's another podcast that I might start doing every other week that I'm fucking so psyched about. Guys, I'm so psyched right now, just in general. Things are good. Um, missing you on TV, Jill. That's why we're here, girl. Um, I love the idea of a diary podcast. It works so well for Jen Kirkman, and I feel I get the same good advice and love from you both. That's Thank you, Molly. I appreciate that. Amy, I should do an interview with you. Okay. Um, all right, everybody. Fairly normal people. I love you. ComedianJoshWolf.com for any tour dates. But check me out coming up beginning in February. I got the first week off. But um, then I'm in, uh, I forget. Go to ComedianJoshWolf.com. <laughs> I think I'm in Buffalo. And I think I'm in one other place. I'm somewhere every week, basically, starting second week in, Jan in February. Love you guys. Fairly normal folks. Later.